the pool. Oh, oh shit. All right, yeah. I almost went into that. You gotta talk into the mic, a croc in the Andre. Let's see, you, my, what are my, you doing? Well, can I have my? Uh, <laughs> did I hit him? I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh boy. Like there you this. go. Talk into it. Can you hear me, Rob? I can hear you. Just make sure that can you're you right up on spaghetti? it. I can. Okay. Our only rule is that we have to not interrupt each other while we're talking. No rules. <laughs> the first rule about podcasting. You don't talk about podcasting. I know, right? I'm I'm a I'm a big of, I'm a big offender of the. Uh, Holy shit, we have started. Yeah, I did oh, start it. Oh, <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Rob being sneaky on it. Huh? It's it's a lot more of a free form. Boy, when we first started doing these, we would have a big fancy intro. Yeah, I know. And now he just sneaks well, one of my in buddies, and presses the button. One of my buddies is working on a song for us, so we'll have a nice thirty second clip to. I think I know. think I think being sneaky with the with the startup. It helps spur conversation. Okay. You know, All before right, we're right. like, we're waiting for the thing to end, and then it's like, okay, so hey, everybody. <laughs> it's very NPR, and uh, right. and you know what? That's just, I just don't know if that's if that's the vision that we that we have. Well, tonight's <laughs> a, a fun episode, because this is the first episode where we have a guest. We have the fourth mic hot. We got a hot fourth, fourth mic. Why don't you speak into it, Andre? <laughs> <laughs> You're not speaking into the mic. That's all he has to say. No, it's <laughs> so yeah, we actually decided to have an apprentice on the show, and we're gonna we're gonna drill you for your opinions on what it's like to be an apprentice. <laughs> sure thing, Robert. All right, yeah. before we get started, Jeff, what are we drinking? Oh yeah, well I did the beer run tonight, and uh, I was trying to find a, a local brew, the uh, the Berkeley. Um, Berkeley Brewing Company, Berkeley but they didn't have it over at Dubuque's, so we ended up going with Mayflower. Mayflower. I got two different kinds of Mayflower. Uh, one, the one that we're all drinking now is called Love and Wrestling, and it's just, it's just lovely. It's absolutely a wonderful beer. I'm loving it. I gotta say, I really like. I think like one. Of the, I know this sounds horrible. This is like like how like women. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> how. How, no hate uh, speech. Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I guess uh, we're gonna. Ha- I gotta reel that one back. <laughs> okay, okay, no, okay. I don't even okay. know where you were going with that one. Man. Let's, I let's sensed say, it was okay, going in the go. wrong direction. Let's say it's uh, it's it's the big game, the big football game, and somebody. Oh, they're throwing around the pigskin there, Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and somebody who doesn't really know much about the game picks the winner based on the colored jersey. <laughs> of their of the team, okay, okay, men do it too. I will say that, but uh, but yeah, but uh, I I really like the labels on these cans, like yeah, this, it's like neon, yeah, the little neon sign. You watch that? You ever watch that show? Awesome. I think it's called Glow. It's about women wrestling. That is the one, the glorious like, women of it's wrestling. Like the same lettering. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, that's funny. I'm gonna be so bold as to say this is like top two beers that I've had on the show so far. It's pretty good. Hetty Topper would be, I was gonna you say, know, I think a I know close Hedy, one. Yeah, Hetty Topper has, have you ever had Hetty Topper? This beer is amazing. Andre? If you haven't tried it yet, you, you got to try it. No, every time I bring some in, he doesn't get any because we drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, sorry, man. I, I would say uh, I, I've recently had Consolation Prize from Lord Hobo. Yeah. And that has quickly gone up the ladder on, on my I've, favorites. I've yet to have a beer from them that I don't like. That... They had a bunch of it over at Dubuque's just now. I almost grabbed some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's where I've been getting it. The I want to try something different every week. That's kind of like the whole point yeah, of the sure. show. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. It was a short thing. Like 
next time I'm going to grab some beers from my house or something, I'll probably grab those. But my, on the my favorite all-time beer would be Edward from Hill Farmstead. I don't know if you ever had that. Yeah. Is there a story behind it? It was voted number one beer like five years in a row. I'm so gonna make, like, can we get and our hands on some? Uh, I have two friends that live like 20 minutes away from the brewery. Yeah. But it's up in Vermont. So. Okay. When, right. when I get up there and actually get in that area. Can you ship alcohol? I, they've sent me beer before that? from up there. So. Can I have to tell you the story about how I tried to send a, uh, a 12 pack? Oh, no. All right. So I got to tell the story real quick because this is funny. <laughs> uh, it was a Super Bowl bet uh, two years ago when the Pats were in the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. And my buddy Jeff Miller lived down in Philly, and the trash talking was, you know, pretty heavy. So we bet uh, we had a friendly gentleman's wager, and the loser had to buy the other person a six-pack of their favorite beer. Okay. So we all know what happened two years ago when the Pats were in the Super Bowl against Philly. How unfortunate. Uh, it was devastating. But <laughs> Jeff won fair and square. So a uh, day or two after the game, I, I found myself down in Providence, Rhode Island, and I was near the Trinity Brew House. Yeah. So I went in there, and they sold the growlers. I was like, oh, this would be awesome. I'll send him a growler because, you know, it's nice and it has the lettering on the, on the front of it. It says Providence, Rhode Island. I was like, oh, he'll love it. It would be, it's better than a six-pack. So right. I bought it and I wrapped it up as tight as I could and I mailed it down to him. And when the girl at the post office was like, is there anything liquid or, or fragile in here, or, or liquid or, or flammable? I said, no. <laughs> no, I said no there is not Because I wrapped that shit up tight man I had bubble wrap on it And, and, and right. paper towels in there And, and uh, all kinds of shit So I thought it was safe Well it wasn't safe <laughs> Oh shit uh, It wasn't safe <laughs> About four to five days later The mailman walked into Jeff Miller's shop Down in Philly Bullshit Saying, who the fuck ordered beer? My fucking truck smells like beer. This is this is bullshit. Like, you're not oh. supposed to send alcohol it, like through the post oh, office. Man. Someone here is deep shit. And like, he gave Jeff and 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 uh, and Mike Chambers like a, a, a stern talking <laughs> to. Stern. Apparently, <laughs> the postmaster general himself came down. So, but they had no idea. Like, I never even told Jeff about it. I just wanted to surprise him. Right. So they had no idea. They were like, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, it's not us. Well, like <laughs> the bag was so. Yeah. Two weeks later, I'm like, well, he hasn't called me to say thanks, so I'm like wondering. So I, I texted him, and I said, hey, man, did you get the beer? And he said, what beer? And he's like, oh, fuck, in a text message, all caps. He goes, that was you. And he <laughs> called me, <laughs> and he told me what happened, and I was like, holy shit, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I felt terrible. That's awesome. But, like, yeah, they've been blacklisted by the U.S. Postal Service because so, <laughs> of, of me. They're getting beer sent to them. I have beer. Okay, so I'm a, a member of the Beer of the Month Club, and they send me a 12-pack in the mail every month. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Is well, it, I think that it, I, I should have said when she asked me if there was anything liquid in there, I think I should have said yes. Maybe. Maybe they would have shipped it a different Label way. Label it fragile. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Why not, like, like, you ever ship ink, like a bottle of ink that's been opened, and like the pressure when it goes up in a plane, that's, mm -hmm. I think, what it is. Oh, I think it's pressure yeah. because like ink bottles, like even if they're sealed, they'll still yeah. leak. I remember the first time I took a trip to San Diego, I brought all my tattoo equipment with me, and I had a few bottles that exploded on the plane. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll happen. So... It, it actually like I learned uh, the trick from you is put the saran wrap over the bottle, then put the cap back on. I didn't even think of that, you yeah. know. Yep. And I then and then wrap it up again. Andre, why are you so quiet? No, why are you so quiet, Andre? Well, I don't know. I don't really have any great beer stories. Get closer to the mic. I don't have any great beer stories. He's just barely old enough to drink it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's one time where like this dude, he like this kid I know, he like robbed a beer train, and then he left like <laughs> forty cartons of beer. Like 12, 
reach like Carton. Okay, so in 12 the woods. Okay. <laughs> so me and my friends found it, and we filled a whole duffel bag. 3.5 liters per. Two miles on the railroads with a duffel bag full of beer, getting drunk <laughs> for like three hours, and uh, I kicked one of those red balls inside a target and hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Kick one of them balls and it hurt. I, you know what? I know exactly why you guys did that. Because when I was a kid, I used to rob that same fucking train, man. <laughs> so those dumb bastards haven't caught on yet. They like they leave the they leave the door like open. I didn't rob and you, it. And you just get in there like well, neither did I. I know people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. incriminate yourself. It was a bunch of high life. It was just warm high life. And I never, I'll never drink. High we, again. we had uh, a a train yard near us too, where we're like. You'd do that, and you'd hear stories of, like, oh, so-and-so did it, hit a whole train full of Budweiser. Like, oh, no way. Anytime we ever did it, it was, like, Tide. Like, just a whole <laughs> thing of Tide. Like, do your laundry, laundry for weeks. detergent <laughs> and shit. It was like, we never got anything. Not even food. It was just always, like, dumb shit. But, uh, but yeah, you'd hear stories about that one. So let's talk about, uh, I'm the oldest guy oh, here. Yeah. We'll talk about my apprenticeship for a little while. Oh, shit. And what I had to do to earn my bones to get into this industry. And we'll kind of go around the table a little bit, okay? So, uh, first of all, the guy that apprenticed me, he he barely earned his bones. You know, like he kind of bought the shop from some uh, an older gentleman that was retiring. And he just was right place, right time with some money. He came on, uh, worked for, under the guy for like a year or something like that. And then the old guy left. So, Jerry basically took over. Uh, so I came along five or six years after that and, uh, I was like maybe 21 or 22 and, you know, uh, got to talking to him about a possible apprenticeship and, uh, long story short is he took me on and I was there like seven days a week, uh, whether he was there or not, I was cleaning the toilets and, uh, uh, cleaning the shop and running errands and busting my ass for a year. I didn't even pick up a tattoo machine. Uh, he didn't teach me anything tattoo related for six months. He figured I would just quit, you know, before he would have to, you know, worry about teaching me. So, uh, yeah, so I stuck, I stuck it out because I really wanted to get into the industry. And six months after that, I started, I started getting into making needles. And I started getting into uh, learning how the tattoo machine uh, works. And eventually that snowballed into tattooing good stuff what about you Rob what about me yeah. what about me who's the oldest in that sport here he is the oldest but you've been tattooing long this is true am I that much older so oh, I how old I, are you I'm 29 oh no yeah, shit yeah you're older huh? than me wow damn no, I'm old huh I'll just go yeah you, right. you go so, then I'll go uh, yeah Why I started not? my apprenticeship I did nothing but drawing for like four or five months I didn't get to pick up a tattoo machine I, get, I didn't get to watch him tattoo mm -hmm. I didn't get to do anything it was just drawing consistent working on my lines and making sure everything was clean and then uh, you know I had to show up an hour early every day just to make sure the shop was clean and make sure everything was ready to go his booth was stocked ready to go the ink caps tongue depressors A&D everything yep. and if I slipped up he fucking let me know oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was rough man he was rough I, I one day I fucking had to clean the bathroom with a toothbrush. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I forgot to replace his small ink caps. Yeah. Jeff takes it easy. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I remember you so one much. time I had to uh, I had to take his car to the car wash, 
and when I got back, he didn't he didn't approve of it, so I had to continue washing the car in the parking lot for two and a half hours. No shit. Yeah, with paper towels and Windex, <laughs> whatever we had in the shop. Did he make you wear a bikini too? <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Fuck. <laughs> Let's emasculate him. Get in there, nice and deep, like. Get down in that room. Get deep Bend in over. there. Bend over. Bend over. The only the only uh, <laughs> car washing at at the shop during my apprenticeship was Tony washing washing his truck all the time. Oh, yeah. Whenever the weather got nice, he was out there looking so good. When I when I finally did, when I was able to actually pick up a tattoo machine and start tattooing, I had to buy a machine from him before I could. <laughs> of course, you know. Of course, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I could only tattoo friends and family, you know, for like twenty bucks an hour. It was super cheap. Most of them suck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fixing up to do years later. Oh yeah, yeah. There's plenty there's, of that. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty straightforward. I did learn how to use a needle jig and make my own needles and stuff like that, but yeah. that only lasted for like a month, and then we switched over to using checkerboard needles. Yeah, yeah. I I remember I I had to go in if I didn't do them the night before. I had to go in an hour or two early and make the needles for the day. Yeah. And all the different groupings, I had to do my liners, and I didn't know what I was going to be doing that day. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. So yeah. I'd have to make liners and mags, and yeah, man, yeah. it's fucking. Now, if you, when you made a when you made a needle, like it had to be used that day. No, 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 no. Um, we could stockpile them. You could, you could, yeah. you know, autoclave them. They're good for like you know thirty days or so whatever. So that would luck out at least. You know. Yeah, like on an odd day where you know there was there wasn't any clients or anything like that, we would, you know, yeah. build up the inventory on needles and just have needle day and just <laughs> crunch them out. Yeah. Yeah. I would have I would have loved to learn that, but I mean it was already antiquated by the time I was tattooing. Did you ever have to scrub tubes or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. hold on. Let's okay. let's talk about this because this is kind of an a, an interesting point here. We're about to t- hear from two different apprentices. Uh-huh. One I apprenticed. Rob, my, it must be close to ten years ago now, right? Eight this eight okay. on the twenty third. So I apprenticed you eight years ago, and I just apprenticed Andre uh, last year. So let's kind of do a little compare and contrast. Everybody says Jeff got easy. Jeff got soft. So let's hear it. I'm not saying you got soft. I just say, like, thank God that I didn't have to scrub a toilet with a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's also like everybody's using cartridges and disposable stuff now. You know, it's not like it was back then when you were using stainless. See, like, it's much more cost effective. like, Like learning how to make needles, like, I feel like that's part of that lost art of the craft you know or scrubbing tubes that's a a lost art (laughs) it's becoming a lost art yeah i mean we're getting there i haven't seen anybody use stainless in a long time man i I I really do i I miss i miss the know how i always was i miss having a big tube and a heavy coil machine and like yeah that's how it was with me is like like i hated it when everyone was going over to cartridge uh to um disposables yeah because you, you you take all that weight Right out of the front of your hand, and yep. it's all on the back of your hand. So, like, the first couple of conventions I did where you have to use disposables, like, were rough on me. Like, like I, I didn't like the work the I was putting out, was hard, yeah. all that stuff. So I was always saying, it's like, like to me, a, when you had that metal, that metal grip, it's like a, it's like a samurai sword, like a, a well balanced sword. You know what I mean? It's a, gotcha. it's a, it's a, it's a well balanced tool. If you put that plastic in your hand, now it's not. But now that all the machines are so light right back to square one again with it being like balanced enough where where it yeah. works you know very true so that's why like for me i've i've transitioned away from coils 
because if I'm going to tattoo a clothes, I'd prefer to have a metal grip. Right. I love the feeling of a big metal grip in the hand there. What yeah. was the worst <laughs> job I had you do as an apprentice? Yeah. <laughs> Me? Yeah. What was the worst job I had well, you do? Well, if, if, you, if you called a tattoo machine a tattoo gun, you had to do push-ups. That was, that was, uh, that was for me, I think, probably <laughs> the one I hated the most because it's physical activity that I didn't want to have to do. But, uh, no, I mean, like, you know, you, I mean, I had to write essays, which I didn't mind. I didn't mind the whole writing essays because I liked, I liked learning about, about all, the, all the iconography. I think that's the right way of pronunciating the word. But um, you wrote me an essay on the differences between a coil and a rotary machine, if I remember right. Is that I, right? I, I that's absolutely correct. In fact, I was just going through all my stuff, doing a little spring cleaning, and I found all the uh, all the bits of writing I had to do. Yeah, and the, the diagram that had all the names had for every part of the oil machines. Awesome. Oh, I even got it prepared oh. to see, like, because we were we were joking around. We were saying, like, let, let's have everybody in the shop fill this thing out. I went, let's see, <laughs> let's see who can fill it out. <laughs> who can who, who can, can do it and who can't? Show me the A bar. Yeah, right. Show me the yoke. <laughs> show me the yoke. That, that I think that one would trip a lot of people. Yeah, up. Yeah, it's a trick yeah. question. Yeah, they're not always, always there. They're not always there. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> see, Andre's just sitting there going like, <laughs> "Fuck you guys." That is correct. <laughs> it's huh? the thing inside the egg. Bro, <laughs> what's the thing out of the coils? See, you gotta talk oh, close to the mic, bro. I, I, drew a, I drew a diagram once. Okay, there you go. Well, See, he knows where it is. Well, 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 Jeff wanted me to write a bunch of essays, and he thought it would be hard, and then I wrote three in one day. And then I never have to write it. There you go. Now I can hear you. Yeah. I was like, I got to read all these. Well, fuck. I don't want you to do them anymore. I would have made him write four the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. Right? <laughs> no, it was, uh, there was, um, you know. The differences between doing like an eight wrap to a ten wrap, and then the gauge of the of that copper, yeah, you know, um, is for dissipation of heat, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Know? So, and I'll tell you, you know, being that. a machine builder, I can tell you that there's no perfect number for that. You know, you put the eight wraps on, but you have 22 gauge wire. Is that better than having 10 wraps with a 20 gauge wire? I've been experimenting with different gauge wires and different reps since I've been building, and I still well, I shouldn't say that because I do have like one like that I've honed in on that I really like a lot. But for the most part, it's always jumping around. I always kind of experiment a little bit. And um, yeah, some of the built machines that I build, they look like a flawless build and, and they get warm. And the reason for that would be the um, the heat dissipation. Heat dissipation, yeah, about. yeah. Absolutely. So that was like for me, for my apprenticeship, I felt lucky because I came in when you and Danny Payne were getting into the machine building. You came in at a good time, man. So I got to yeah. learn how, like, I know all the ins and outs on how to build a machine. I know how it works. I know, I understand the electricals of it. You know, so when it comes down to... The first person to teach me to build a machine was actually Jeff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> how we met in one of my seminars. Yeah. In a seminar, yeah. That that was, his seminar is, atten- is essentially my apprenticeship. That's awesome. Or essentially. You See, know, the guy I, I apprenticed under, I don't even know if he knows how to build a machine. I don't even know if he really, like, tunes his. I've always seen him just Toss them out, get a new one. Like, I, I think that you're right, Dana, and I'll tell you what. 15 Mickey Sharps machines because he just. Goddamn, throwing them? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, he kept, I mean, he oh, kept he those can't. ones, obviously. <laughs> but like, yeah, right. But more often than not in the seminar, uh, I think that a lot of young artists leave that seminar knowing more about the machine. Right, I did. Than, sure. than their mentors, um, which is uh, kind of interesting. Got to know, gotta know what you're using, you know what I mean? I mean, you gotta know a, your tools. Anybody can shoot a gun, 
But how does it really work, Andre? Maybe try the other side. Well, of the that, you know, Can that, you try that, the, that other is the side door. The other side, good. like well, that yeah. side. Oh, okay. Get up close to it. We're a throwaway society now. You know, like when our grandfathers were doing shit, and maybe even our fathers, if something broke, they fixed it. And then when I first started getting into the tattoo industry, I think I had that mentality because the machine wasn't running right. I wasn't going to go spend another 300 bucks on a machine. Right. I had to fix it. So, uh, but this society that we have now, it's so true. Your cell phone breaks, you get another one. Yeah. Your TV breaks, well, let's go to Walmart. You know, uh, your yeah. car breaks down enough times, you're going to buy a new one. We're just a, a throwaway society now. I was I talking agree. about that with uh, Andre about the iPads because my iPad Pro has got a couple of years on it now. Throw it away, guy. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, so the battery is not, the battery is not lasting. Should I replace the battery, go to the iPad, like the Apple Store, replace the battery, or should I... New should iPad. I, Go to um, go to get a new one, a three hundred dollar one, that's top of the line. It's worth it. But see, like, like I mean, I like the one that I have. You know what's gonna happen is I'm gonna end up getting a new battery for the iPad Pro and getting a new one. Probably. Because the case. well, you do the same thing I do. You lease it through your your phone. No, no, right? no. I bought it out. Oh, okay, all right. So it's mine. Cause I just made my last payment on mine. Like I leased it through Sprint. Yeah. And uh, they just sent me uh, an email saying that I, I, I paid off my, my iPad, so now I own it. Um, but I'm starting to have some issues with it, some minor ones. I was going to say, like, is your battery, like, losing charge? No, not really that, but, like, I don't have volume on it anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened there. And I'm getting these weird glitches in Procreate every time I... I me too. If I... If my battery's running low and I plug in while I'm drawing in Procreate, I get these weird ghost lines and, like... like um, it's like it's almost like someone's over my shoulder pressing buttons on me because like right. the width of my pencil will go up, yeah, and then it will yeah, jump down, yeah, that's... and then like I get like this okay, like no. snowflake effect on my on my drawings. I had so one it's... day where my my back button was not working. Yeah, at yeah all. I've had that. Were you plugged in with power? That, see, not... I was gonna say like if you're plugged in, it'll fuck with it. Yeah, fucks with it. Yeah. Big oh, time, see, man. I never use my iPad. If it's plugged in, it's done. I don't touch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, good thing, because wow. if you plug it in, like it, it all sorts of problems start technology. <laughs> I don't ever plug in my iPad when I, I'm drawing. When my dildo's plugged in, when I, I when my time leave is it alone. my iPad, it's time to hang out with my wife. That's my rules. <laughs> uh, right, speaking yeah. of iPads, though, let's talk about Procreate. Like, okay. Oh, I mean, yeah, I would yeah, imagine yeah, let's get into all four of us. How it's changed the industry. And... Yeah, all four of us are, are members of Tattooers and Procreate, right? Yes. I yeah, I mean, I, I follow it, but I never post anything. No, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I mean, never going to post anything in there. Everybody's, Everybody's so a bunch fucking of fucking brutal. dicks. They <laughs> are brutal. They're all dicks in There's there, guys man. that suck, you know? and they'll just sit there and talk shit to everybody <laughs> that posts anything. And That's like, so true. What the fuck, guys? I was actually going to say, like, I've always had nothing but positive experiences with Procreate. <clears throat> but the program itself it's has absolutely... So awesome, ah, no, no. <laughs> it is absolutely changing industry. Like, what a fucking game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about it today because wow. I was working on a I was working on a drawing for a guy. We're doing like a <laughs> Japanese sleeve with some koi fish, and samurai, and 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 the wind bars and cherry cherry blossoms, the whole nine. And I'm like, oh, I got this reference book uh, that's full of uh, koi. Like I know the I know the right pose will be in there, and it makes right. my my drawing a lot easier. So then I I found the book and I sat back down and I started looking through it and I th I thought to myself. 
this is how I did everything right like five years ago yeah. like there was no oh I need a I need a reference for this I'll go into Google and I'll transport into procreate and I'll I'll lighten this layer and I'll trace this part of it there's none of that shit See, I want to go back to using books though yeah because everybody's pulling the same fucking images off Google and you can see it Oh, yeah, you can tattoo. see you it. Go down your time. Instagram. Every lion tattoo yeah, looks like the same fucking tattoo, but you can tell it was done by a different person. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I mean, fair to say, it is the best lion picture on Google. <laughs> on Google, but not in the world. I'm sure if you can go out and buy like a jungle book. Dude, go Dude okay, yeah, you're gonna go like I gotta, I'm man. gonna go to Tanzania and get an up close and personal shot, like get mauled by a lion for the perfect tattoo. You know who I can see doing that? Uh, Mike Johnson, because <laughs> he he's like, yeah, he told me once, he's like he tries photos. to do his own photographs for like all yeah, of his artwork, yeah, that's yeah. and awesome. and he's such a good photographer and such an amazing tattoo artist. I could see him being like, oh, I got this, <laughs> I got this lion coming I just, up. I need I'm gonna to get go a little to, closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to Tanz. You know what? Let's put the tattoo off for a couple months. I'm gonna go to Tanzania. Am I saying it right? Tanzania. Tanzania. Right. Tanzania. Rwanda. This, a couple I'm gonna go to Rwanda and get a <laughs> couple <laughs> shots. I'm a lion. That's what I'm gonna do. I, I'm I can gonna, see him doing that. I'm I gonna ask Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. I'm gonna ask Mike for a lion tattoo and see if you go to Rwanda with me. <laughs> be like, be like, and I want him like really angry and like. So, okay, okay. Put some like gazelle blood on my legs. I'm gonna lay down in this brush and act like an. A, get the perfect shot. Here we go. David Attenborough. <laughs> for for Wilder, for <laughs> here we have a photographer, Mike Johnson, in in the brush, and the a pack of hungry lions <laughs> as, as approaching. He got the shot. He got the perfect shot. Oh, you turned into the crocodile hunter right there. <laughs> no. You just transitioned. You just. It was David Attenborough. It was all David Attenborough. He got the shot, but he got he got mauled from the waist down. He's now. Mike Johnson, the half tattoo man. <laughs> he don't need a foot pedal anymore. He doesn't need a foot pedal. He's got pedal. no feet. But man, is he giving amazing tattoos? <laughs> so listen, the last time, or the last couple times, I was at a convention, walking around. If an artist isn't tattooing, they're drawing on an iPad. Yeah. I would oh, yeah. I would venture yeah. to say ninety percent of the tattoo artists That's in this it. country That's are now it. in yep. Procreate or other programs like it. There's another one that that artists are, are, are using. What the hell is that other one? Um, Wyco or it starts with a W. The Wacom. 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 Yeah. I I just know about the Wacom board. Yeah, it's like a thing that you draw on, but I don't know much more about it. So yeah, see, Andre's shaking his head. Okay, they're in like IT professional. Sucks. Fucking chime in then. Tell us about it. Everyone, everybody who listens to this that doesn't know is going to be like, "Wow, you're really mean, Andre." <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, chime. You're lucky in. you well, showed up because you, I had a whole list of insults for you. <laughs> you didn't get. Get he's not even talking. Look at. He's, I didn't even get to tell my story. He was okay. talking to the back. He's like. <laughs> well, I don't know. Where oh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. You're right, right, right here. You wanna, <laughs> all right, let's backtrack a little bit. Andre, tell us the worst thing I had you do <laughs> as apprentice. All right, well, there, I had there to go out thing. on a sunny day I and see get a food for everyone. Starting in his eye. <laughs> all right, well, there's a couple of funny things. There was never anything really bad. The first thing you ever had me do, you had to, you had me come in your house at eight o'clock in the morning, move a chair, <laughs> and then you told me to leave. <laughs> It was a heavy chair. <laughs> it was a heavy chair. I was chair. like, wait, what? 
Are what do I do me? with the rest of my day? <laughs> it, it was a heavy that. chair. Thank you, by the way. That fucker was heavy. It was an old. It was an old one of my old tattoo yep. chairs. That I, was there like like, I was there for like five minutes. It was an. Ev- it was a very heavy chair. <laughs> Hardest to wake up. <laughs> and I, uh, I had to clean out a fridge full of rust, and uh-huh. I clean, I cleaned it all out. Was that the old spot? I don't remember what. No, no, no it was. The, it, it was that fridge with the sodas. Oh, oh. Off, oh my god, come on. I went to pick it up. It's like a half a fridge. Well, I got, I got, I got, I got, rust, I got rust It's a promotional fridge. Paint. It's a rock star fridge. I hope you were caught up with your tetanus shots. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to go home and change because like, I was just soaked in rust water. You know, that reminds me, Rob, that uh, when you did your apprenticeship, there was this shitty thing that I thought it was terrible. I'm like, oh, he's going to hate this. I'm going to make him do this. Oh, <laughs> I, we went to a bar and they were doing karaoke and I said, you got to go up on that fucking stage right now and sing Bohemian Rhapsody or you're fucking fired. <laughs> and you were like, cool, man. Hey, you wanted him like E minor or major, E major or something like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. He's, he's a, a singer. Part. He knows what he's doing. That's awesome. Like, he had me sing. He went I, up there and you fucking killed it. And killed it, it. It was a song that was out of my wheelhouse. But I... um. You should have you should have thrown the extra one in there and be like, and you got to do it in, like naked. <laughs> <laughs> then I might have been like sweating this is, a little. This is now bit. a no pants party. <laughs> I would have been sweating it a little bit, but in my younger years, I was also known to to be that guy too. So. <laughs> it was, it was what like, what no. else about your apprenticeship, Andre? Can you tell us? All right, the worst thing was was uh, Chelsea just whispering into my ear like you're gonna have to change trash for another six months, Andre. You're gonna have to do this. <laughs> she would just whisper things to me that made me want to quit, but I just like it made me the opposite of want to quit. Changing so trash just, is like, easy. Oh, started easy. Dude, we had this one apprentice at one of the shops I worked at. We actually took dog shit. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Put oh, it no. in his car. It was like 90 degrees oh, out there. We put it in yeah, his car under his driver's seat. And his car smelled like shit for like two weeks before oh he figured God. out what it was. That's <laughs> so bad. That's so bad. That's like grumpy old men uh, type shit, you know? Like, holy our lip over your head and swallow. We also, we took Sharpies and we wrote, there was another tattoo shop in town that was like notorious for like just being super shitty, right? Oh, yeah. We took Sharpies and we put like, we drew like their name on the back of his car <laughs> and he couldn't get it off. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. On a car with Sharpie? It took a while. Yeah, no, you did a lot of scrubbing. Hey, man. You know, I've been doing this shit for a long time and I've had a lot of apprentices and one thing I've noticed is what he was talking about with Slater like rip whispering in his ear <laughs> and like, you know, trying to knock him down. That right. is so true. Like I find that the the last apprentice that went through it is always the meanest to the new apprentice. <laughs> Because I think, like, the abuse is, like, fresh in their head or something. (laughs) And they're like, oh, yeah, motherfucker, I had to go through this shit. You're going through something, yeah. Yeah, it always happens. Oh, that same guy, by the way. We made him get naked and, like, pose in different weird ways, like, at the shop. And we took pictures of him. We put a calendar together. I would have loved to have done that. (laughs) It's funny. I don't even think he's That'd still tattooing. I'll do that now. <laughs> I'll do it now. I mean, I'm not even an apprentice. I'll do it now. <laughs> Come on, let's let's get one going. <laughs> for charity, we'll fucking there. we'll sell the copies for to charity or some shit. Are you gonna like do that, like you know? the Silence of the Lamb Tuck? Or are you are you going uh, no, full no. Monty? Here? I was thinking more like a George Costanza, okay. <laughs> like the big briefs that and the black socks. And reveal. You know? Yeah, you. yeah, like okay. you know, I mean, no, no. When I say naked, I mean naked. Like, <laughs> I'll do that too. I will do that. But they were they were tasteful photos. The most tasteful. 
I think it would the calendar would sell better if maybe it was Andre in there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No offense, Rob. Sorry, buddy. They you're, you're, two you're. Ago. <laughs> I'm old hat. You tell, yeah, the I mean, the ship you, is The longer you tattoo, the fatter you get. You know, I wasn't going to say, I didn't want it to be just me. I would have had oh. all of you guys do it. Oh, oh, you want me <laughs> in there? You don't want me in there. The, we can do the, the men of pleasure. And I want December. I want to just stand there with a Santa hat on my dick. The men, the men of pleasure and pain. Not doing anything else, just standing there. All right, I'm going to be clear right now and say this calendar is not going to happen. This oh, is, yes, this, it is. This is like a <laughs> Why not? This Why calendar not? is I'm gonna, never going to happen. I'm going to get Jesse to help me talk you into it. <laughs> you want to know? If, people oh, yeah. li- uh, if, if we get some if people to listen. you mention this to my wife, she'll love it. Uh, if, if we get people to I listen to it, they're going to they're gonna advocate for it. They're going to be like, we heard Jeff say that you're not going to do it. Why not? We should do like I'll a picture of like Jeff on the front of the bike and Rob behind him. Like, I'll <laughs> give $10 for one. <laughs> simple, simple. You know, we get our tasteful, artsy photos. Right, we, get, we got sidetracked hard. What else can we talk about go back with, to uh, procreate. with Procreate? Procreate. Oh, Proc- oh, with Procreate. Yeah. Well, you can draw. Well, I can say that it cut my drawing time in like. At least half. Yeah. So yeah. I, I saved like 40 hours a week there. So I, that's nice. I would say I'm definitely saving trees <laughs> by not, by not like. You fucking hippie. So what, man? <laughs> hey, you know what? I have a, I have a child and this world is going to end up like interstellar. And, and we're going to be dead before then anyway. It's we fine. need to take care of the trees, man, because they make the, the oxygen, you know? But uh, no, no. But honestly, though, like I, I would really feel bad, like sitting there and like doing like a tracing, and then someone being like, oh, I don't really like that. Can you change this? And they're gonna be like, Okay, I have to, I gotta redraw it and trace years. it again. You know. Yeah. So it's just like you're way like, and it's a, like an infinity symbol with like a dog paw and a name. And a semicolon. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, like I'm wasting page after page. Like I'm folding pages and tearing so I can like keep trying to use one page. So. I like the fact that I'm using less um, paper, but I'm probably being just as polluted by using electricity to charge the thing, which is like burning coal or oil or wherever the fuck, or nuclear, nuclear waste. Could be making nuclear waste, Andre. Well, it's just it's such a game changer because of of the ease that you can go in there and just like completely manipulate a design. If you want to... You got, you got a little finger wave in the wrong spot. You just, you know, put a circle around it, move it a little bit. Whoop. Like that that whole movement that I just talked about takes you about three seconds to procreate. Right. And if you had to do that on paper, you have to pull out the eraser. You have to get something. You know, it, it, it's like five minutes. So, like, multiply that five minutes times the entire drawing. You right. just save so much time with procreate. Well, they did a uh, an update, and Andre was, like, turning me on to it where, like, like let's say you have like a reference photo of a face and you don't like how it's angled, like you can warp the whole face to like move in the position you want it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like well, okay. I've I'm been with that. What I've you been doing. You gotta show me that because that sounds pretty rare. Is I I do a drawing and I like it and I know where they want to get it. You know I know where my customer wants to get it roughly and then they get here and I can take it and warp it and shape it to where I need it to go. To make it fit perfectly in that area, and it also gives it like a little abstract look too. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. Absolutely, yeah. One, wow. one app that I like to use in conjunction with Procreate, and I've had people out, like I've had a friend of mine, tattoo artist, ask me, um, what what do you use when you're, when you have like, um, you're drawing a back piece, 
and I have a, a faded out image of a woman's back shape. Right. So I was like, oh, what are you using? And I use this program like Art Pose, and they have two of them. They have a male. Oh and a yeah, female. yeah. I have that in my iPad, but I never use it anymore. I have it, but I don't use I, it. It's it's a great like. It's a great app to use, like for designing sleeves and stuff like that, because you can give someone a visual a visualization. You know what? I, you know what I have done? It's kind of the same thing. Is I actually have those dolls. Yeah, yeah, the old, the old the old wood and dolls. Like I'll those blow up dolls. It's different. I got those too. They're always the same <laughs> woman with the short blonde hair and then the old face. You know, <laughs> the Why old is your hair face. So short. I because she wants to hair. speak to your manager, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> The, face, the, the hair is so short. You'd think that they would have like a longer haired, like painted version, you know, just for they guys make that like longer hair. Crazy realistic The realistic sex dolls, dolls yeah. Real dolls. Andre, when you came on with me, right, um, were Thanks you already into Procreate or did we turn <laughs> you on to it? Uh, no, I didn't use Procreate for like the first like almost year of my apprenticeship. I used to have to like retrace everything a thousand times which is what i think helped me get good with lines because i had to like literally like i'll mess up one line i have to go and redraw the whole thing i didn't start using procreate until like six seven months into tattooing and then it just like changed my life if i had procreate when i first started tattooing it would have been like completely different because i used to stay up for like i used to up to like three four o'clock in the morning just preparing things so So you think that um going a little old school at the beginning of you at the beginning of your apprenticeship helped you become a better artist it helped me technically like making lines and planning things out and shading things in but i would have had better artwork and less technical skills like i would have been able to put designs together quicker i would have had i would have been able to do more intricate designs but i don't think i would have been able to advance with line work and shading as well as i can because i used to sit there and i used to look at the drawing and plan out how i would do it like where i'm going to shade first what i'm color going to put in and uh i spend more time on that rather than like doing the design hold on wait before you go any further and fuck it up i'm gonna tell you right now that was probably the coolest thing you ever said. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty fucking dope. So I think, actually, any apprentice you should have, you should just take their fucking electronics away for the first six months. <laughs> Done. Like, Done. I because really, of what Andre really just said. I really believe this. If I have any more apprentices, I am going to do that. Like, as any soon as they drawing, walk in the door, yeah. cell phone, tablet, in the back room, fucking locked up for six months. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome idea. But you're right. I mean, like, consistently drawing on paper with a pencil... And then with the uh, micron, it just makes you a better liner. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. If you think about a Procreate, like you can even you can pull you, a sketchy yeah. ass line and it straightens up. Yeah, you can do all <laughs> that stuff. Like, which I, you know, <laughs> I'm like all over it. No, because you want to master at circles now. See with Procreate. now, now, <laughs> now here's his, like like with just with how you said though is like like when you draw on on an iPad, it's different. You're drawing on a glass surface, so like like for me like that would that was part of. Like I, I, I still kind of feel like like my artwork doesn't look that great on on Procreate. I feel like didn't I can, you do something to your iPad though, where you put some type of a paper like cover on it? No, that wasn't me. That Who was, did that? I think that was Chelsea. But no. um, they have like skins that you can put on them that is supposed to make it feel yeah, like, like make paper. it feel more like paper. And for me, like I, I'm like I'm like whatever. Like I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna get used to paint. Like I'm, I'm gonna get used to drawing on this. You know, um, but I will make sure that that i i constantly go back like i i got plenty of arches paper so that i go back and you know i i draw on get that feeling so hipster you know i just actually did uh yesterday 
feel a pencil Me and Andre on were paper, staining so. paper with coffee and tea. Yeah, right. <laughs> get oh, that old ass look to it. Yeah. Yeah. get some nice uh, flash sheets ready. Yeah. Mem- Ch- your boy was talking yeah. about that shit. He, <laughs> he teabagged the know. shit out of some paper in the day. Back in the day, I was tea all about teabagging. Teabagging everything, this kid. <laughs> he teabagged like, the whole shop. Like, I'm like, yo, put those things like, away, dog. Boom. Then you tear, you tear open the teabags and you take the coffee grounds out and you throw them down there and you kind of smush them in and then you take, clean them off and they get even more like grittier huh. stains. I feel like I'm going to have you yeah. help me do my next batch. You want Rob to teabag you? Yeah, I want yeah. Well, it's not me. You want my teabag. Now, shit out of my paper. Now, I don't go no fucking decaf. Wait, I have a question first before Whatever. we continue. Green tea Have you guys bag. spent Church so Church. long drawing in Procreate that when you go to draw on paper, you may fuck up a little bit and you go to hit the back you go to hit the, you, and it's not there? Dude, it, it, yeah. Have you like tried to zoom in on a tattoo that you're working on? or like <laughs> that, that was the most liked comment I've ever... <laughs> Put out oh yeah ever that's right was the one on there where it was like i was like i've i've officially done fucked up i tried to zoom in my 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 client's skins <laughs> i was like look and i'm and all i and like i'm looking at my ipad and i wanted to zoom the ipad in <laughs> but i'm doing it on their skin thinking that it would work <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a way calm <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i came looking well, at I, it. Know, no, I, I just yeah. zoned out for a second yeah. but uh, but yeah but like i put that thing up and it's got the most likes i've ever put up of anything ever. It was like, ah, <laughs> that's hysterical. I made a post yesterday on Procreate, uh, on tattooers and Procreate, but it didn't go through because Facebook was being a Yeah, book. Oh, yeah, 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 it was all screwy. Face and Instagram, It was the compass too. and the pencil. It was the compass and the pencil, and I was like, I found these antiques yesterday. What do I do with these? Like, does anybody know? Ask your so, friend. what you were talking about before about staining that piece of paper, <clears throat> I've been there. I've done that a hundred yeah. times. And uh, it's funny because now I just did a, a series of like eight or, or ten drawings. And I want to try to do 30 of them and then put a little book together. That'd be but awesome. I, wanted, a... I wanted the stained piece of paper behind them. Yeah. So what do you do now? You make a layer. I made a fucking layer. It took, me, layer. <laughs> it took me 30 seconds and I did it. Instead of, you yeah, got to wait two days for the show. You had to make that layer, Jeff. You can buy layers that look like paper. Like, like I, I, I bought and the And this is the world really? we live in. Oh, I fucking made my own. Yeah. I used no, tree bark and zombie skin and fucking get it That does there. work really well, yeah. <laughs> That, well, I, right. that's like one thing I think you guys said it right. If apprentices start, I think like you should make them draw, yeah, on paper because like I see apprentices oh, like not just me. dude. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I think we should just take away their technology. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna look at, look at, no. I'm really dead ass serious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say so that much. Much. No, I'll get like, so much more shit done throughout the day. I guarantee. Well, like, Go ahead, Andre. All right. Well, like you, you, you see apprentices, they like they trace things. They like just collage things together. They trace things. They will put it together. But you don't have Procreate. You actually have to think. You have to draw things out from scratch. You right. like you learn how to draw. You're not just like using a crutch to stitch things together. Right. Like yeah, you can have designs out. Yeah, you can have like intricate yeah. designs out real quicker. But are you learning actual artwork? Because with like paper and without Procreate, you're actually learning how to like draw things out right. and. Learning how to draw things out helps you tattoo them better because you understand like everything about the design instead of just instead of just like collaging and piecing it together and just tracing off a bunch of stuff and just throwing it out there. Uh, I I feel like the first couple of months of uh, like tattooing, you should draw on paper just so you can like actually like learn. When I did my apprenticeship, I had to take down the flash racks off the wall. 
put them on the light table and retrace them. I had to do line sheets for every, every piece of one. art in the shop. I had one of my I had one of my apprentices do that for me. And I would I remember thinking I'm like, what the fuck? He's got line drawings. This is fucking well ridiculous. Well over 500 sheets. I See, didn't though, and I needed them. Repetition. And I was tattooing like 12 it. hours a day, so I had him do it for me. It took him almost three weeks. Yeah. Over 500 pieces of flash <laughs> he traced. Yeah. Now this you is, could see the difference between the first. So one you and the last you made one. them do it because you needed them. You legit needed them. I did. Them. I did. But, but when I was doing them, like they were there. Like I would be tracing it, and right next to me would be line drawings. I'd be like, <laughs> "What the fuck is he having me do this for?" But it made me a better liner. Practice. Wax and, on, wax off. Son. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's all muscle memory at this. Now point. I think I think what's going to end up happening in the industry is people are going to like, you know, there are tattoo artists out there that can trace and they know how to drop a good line and they know how to saturate the skin and they can tattoo perfectly fine. Right. But I feel that with there's so many artists now on the scene that that the wheat and the chafe or wheat well, and that, the chaff actually separate brings us right into our next category. The differences between tattooers, tattooers and, and tattoo artists. artists. Yeah, all yeah. these yeah. young Guys, so are they what, what does that mean to you? Artists? What is the difference between a tattooer and like, a tattoo like artist? Like, to me, like, like you're going to start seeing people that it's it's like, you know, they draw every time. They draw no matter what. Like, like whether they're drawing on, 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 on iPad or on paper, they're, they're drawing. And, I, and I'm, there's shortcuts on the iPad. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. And, and even, even good artists still use them. Of course. But, but you can see... Like an artist's work, right? You know, and you can see like where they use those tricks. So it's like, okay, you know, this guy probably used like this kind of like brush to get this effect or whatever. But you can still see the work that's put into it. Right. It's not just like a clipped piece. Like even I do that. Like I'm guilty of it. Would I, you I, like, say back to? I don't mean to cut you off, but but it makes sense. The line we were talking about where thousands of guys have used that same lion yeah but like you can tell the brush strokes or the style from one artist to yeah. another yeah. yeah it's as simple as that like, yeah. like like the artists like like maybe using the technology to their advantage but they're doing it the right way like they're they're still they're making it their own they're making it their yeah, own yeah. they're being artistic right. about it like uh there's that one person i see on 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 instagram like like uh canty Con, on on Conti or whatever, C A N T I. Oh, you talking yeah. about some fava beans and, and it, a nice it, bottle of Chianti? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's, rem it's reminiscent of uh, that Corazon Corazon guy, and um and R B like R B up in New Hampshire is like this neo traditional style, <laughs> but um but you can tell like like these circles like motherfuckers aren't pulling off perfect circles on like drawing them their own. They're they're, they're they got a little help, yeah. of course, but they're still putting the, the art in. They're putting the art. There in. were tools to help you do that before Procreate too. Yeah, pro, like protractors Compass. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we did that. No, I know, I know. But see, but that's what I mean. Like, like you can have artists that can put a good line in. They know shading and stuff like that, but but they don't have that artistic eye. Yeah. So yeah. what is a tattooer then? It, it's it's a hard thing to say though. No, <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it, it, it's a hard thing to say that that way because some some people in the industry are proud to say that they're tattooers. A lot of people identify with the tattooer. To be a tattooer then, is to be yeah. part of that. I old think I think tradition. five years ago I put tattooer on one of my business cards. I think yeah. it was it was like the just 
it just seemed kind of cool. It was kind of coming around and people were using it more again. Because to say you're a tattoo artist sometimes can be a little like, you know, like, huh, Vain. a little above it, you know? So, like, like, you have, you know, we have scratchers. Like, that's what tattooers call bullshit tattooers is scratchers, right. you know right, what I mean? Right, right. So that, that, that whole thing. But like, but like I said, though, is, is at, the end of the, at the end of the day, you're going to have, have people that, that can pull lines, can, can shade, can saturate. They'll, they'll get by doing what they're doing minimally, but they're never going to grow, and they're never going to re- like really succeed in the way that you see like a good artist do what they do. You yeah. know? So I think a lot of guys may disagree with you, though. There's a lot of guys time. identify with the word tattooer in a different light. What do you mean? Well, uh, you know, I think that uh, if you call yourself a tattooer, like in a way, you've kind of earned your bones, and you've you've put the time in. Yeah, no, that's and you can yeah. you can kind of understand what, what the word means. Um, but I do agree with what you said. I really do. I really, really do. And to to put the word artist after the word tattoo, it it's almost like lifts you to another level because yeah. you're saying to everybody. Look, I'm going to put everything I can into this design for you. I want to make it look as good as I as I possibly can, and I have an artistic background to back that up. Yeah. That's what you're saying. When you say that you're a tattooer, um, it kind of says to me that you you've been in the industry for a long time. Maybe you're a little salty, you're a little jaded, uh, but you're proud of what you do. Well, I'm, I mean, like I'm not saying that to be a tattooer doesn't mean that you're not artistic. Is that is your that is your medium. As an artist, you know what I mean? Like, like a, a tattoo artist. I am not, like, I wouldn't, I, I don't like to call myself a tattoo artist because I don't like to feel that I'm, like, an artist who tattoos. Yeah. You know, I, like, I'm, I connect more with that, with the old school traditions, even though I, I wasn't brought up on them so much. Like, I like to consider myself as, a, as like, like, I didn't go to art school. You know, I don't have I don't have any refined training is is like, okay, like I, I have an eye for art and I like to tattoo. I'm a tattoo. How many I'm of us tattooer, did go to art school? Well, I did not. I guess none of us really. <laughs> I went for like a year. Yeah, I mean I guess none of us really. But you know what I mean? Like like nowadays it, it kids are coming in with art degrees and stuff like that. Like it's like that they've gone to art school. Right. And they've I've seen, learned I've seen how people to that really can translate it. Really do some awesome shit on canvas. But you put a tattoo machine in their hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven, eight years later, they still don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I've seen artists. I feel like that's a technical thing, though. No one taught yeah. them the right technical way to do. Maybe to lay down a line. Or to... I, I mean, I've seen it with Andre, and I've seen it with like Danny down at um down at Thousand and One. You know, she she went to art school. Freddie, he went to art school, and you can see how they apply it, right. and they apply it in the right way. Right. You know, it, it's not like like they're. An artist, 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 and they da- they ta- they dabble in tattooing is like, like that is their 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 medium is tattooing, and they've applied their artistic ta- like their their training, their schooling, right. which I I mean which I'm not knocking because I wish no, I no, had no, I, like, no, I, no, I, no. I wish I I wish I had taken the time back in the day, but I'm also proud of the fact that like for me like I've I'm 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 good with art. I'd like to say I'm good with art. I'm not great. But I've I've the learned only schooling to I would ever knock would be a tattoo school. Yeah, like, oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah, save that, that conversation would, for oh, another day. Going that. On we're gonna save that. that. I think that's like well, that's like a whole hour in itself. I think. I think well, this argument does go back to just being a real artist versus like 
just like a being like artistic. A artist, being know? artistic, like like I don't consider myself much of an artist, because like, I'm not well. I'm not Come a sculptor. Like like, but I le- I you mean like I'm. I have an artistic eye, but I... Like, hey, what's that old quote that John Lennon said? I would call all, all four of us here. I don't know. You're going to have to I would uh, say... Well, like, uh, so, so to <laughs> me, what, what I coming? take away from tattooers versus tattoo artists is tattoo artist is somebody that's going to create a custom design for you. Yeah. Pretty much every time they tattoo. It's a custom piece. They're not going to copy. They're not going to do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, steal I, 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 get, shit. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But a tattooer is someone that can still pull off a solid tattoo, but they didn't draw it. You know, people are bringing stuff to them that they like. They're like, oh, I saw this on Pinterest and I want to get it Someone that's really familiar and, with but, the and technical they do it, part And they do a great it. job. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I try oh, to... Like I said, like, that's, like, to me, yeah. that's what's... I think that's the best yeah. definition you know? tonight. That's See, better like, than what I said. And, and I think so that's I, I, yeah, I yeah, myself would consider all yeah. four of us to be tattoo artists. Well, look, Let's do this real fun, real quick. All right, you mentioned scratchers when you were talking, Rob. Yeah, yeah. How like a scratcher. Let's go around the table. All right, four <sighs> different names for someone that sucks ass at tattooing. Whoa, 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 oh, And I get to start because it's my whoa, idea. Whoa. Oh, we're dropping names on this. No, 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 no name dropping. We're just oh. gonna what like their their you know signature. All right, so problem. Uh, <laughs> kitchen magician. Oh, the kitchen. Oh, uh, okay. Magician. Okay. <laughs> Basement <laughs> wizard. Oh God, <laughs> damn it! I knew, I knew you were gonna say it. I, had to just... I don't know any of them now. <laughs> the Google wizard. <laughs> the Google wizard. All right, we'll take it. I'm gonna make one up now. Oh my God. I guess you can go with scratch it because you already said it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I had scratch. I got one more. <laughs> Ink master. <laughs> oh, no, oh, so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. <laughs> So many levels. Wow. So. I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I, well, I was going to mention, like, one thing I try to do to, like, like separate myself from, like, because I do see a lot of, like, I do see some people tracing. What I try to do is I try to put out, like, time-lapse videos and try to, like, make myself, like, not have to, like, trace yeah. something. Yeah. Like, and there's let a lot people of, see the yeah, process. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot There's a lot of designs that, like, I don't, like, need to draw out like i'm not gonna sit there and sketch out an infinity symbol but like yeah. if you're making like your own art like i feel like you should just like like try to like absolutely you know draw absolutely. it out because like there's a lot of people who like there's a lot of people who get a lot of designs then they get by with like tracing and they get a lot out but like when you look at it kind of like far away, i'm with like, you like, i'm with you know? uh 80 like if i'm drawing a big design and there's lots of elements to it let's like somewhere in the design there's a nautical star I'm not going to draw a fucking nautical star. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, trace a yeah. nautical star. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I agree with you, but exactly. there's certain elements where you just like, fuck that, I'm not going to draw this. Yeah, it's generic. I'm but I think that it. goes down you're a traditional guy, so you're going to have nautical stars in your tattoos. When the fuck is he going to do one? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> I ain't never going to see that True. shit. You know, you should do that, that though. <laughs> you should do it because you're juxtaposing styles. It would be interesting, and, and nobody would have seen it. Like, the, for me, when I, when I do a tattoo, like, a lot of the time lately, I want to do some. I want to do stuff that, that people don't see. And, and I guess I'm not even really, like, able to do that. Like, like I... Yeah, everything. I look at a lot of people on... Out in, um, I've been trying to like hone in on like a signature color palette. That's definitely, what I've, I've been working on it a little do that. bit here and there, and I'm just like, I think I'm. There's a couple guys out there that are yeah. doing that. I'm fucking, fucking 30, killing. thirty something colors. Like, get, refine like, your palette down to thirty something colors. But yeah. you want to know what? Like, no, I was actually just having this conversation the other day. I don't think it's necessarily like that all the time, though, because you'll see an artist do pieces, and he'll use like a very select color palette. 
Right. But it's not always necessarily like those colors. It's just it that person knows how to how to apply that color palette technique. Yeah. It's it you know they're going like triadic or whatever mm. quadratic and shit like that and and there was a lot to learn. Um, I read this this uh, thing that Guy Atchison put out um, that that taught you about you know if you're gonna do a rose a big red rose don't use yeah don't use a a, a dull I mean, don't use a bright green use a dull green right. you know, match it in color and temperature okay. so you start thinking of that well. Then if you're going to use those two colors, the red, the green, what's the opposite for that? You can get away with like a nice, like a, a, a purple, you know, a nice purple or a yellow, even a yellow, like you go muted. back and forth. Muted, muted, absolutely, absolutely. And you can use those colors to to accentuate the, the ones that you're using. Right. Well, you know, right. if I had to say one thing that I'm still learning more than anyone, any, any other facet in tattooing, it's color theory yeah like my color theory like that's like a lot of times and you and i have talked about this a lot rob like i'll put a an awesome tattoo and then i'll do one stupid thing to it and i'm one like thing. fuck i fucking bombed this tattoo and that one thing is never line work it's never my shading it's yeah. always a, a color choice or, yeah. or, or composition choice yeah and, you know yeah, yeah. Th that's how i feel it is with me is, is like, mostly for me it's composition that's my problem it's mostly with me it's color like i'll put the wrong color next to a color and still to this day I'm like shit, man. I got. I should have thought about that more. I should have changed that, dialed that one down a little bit, brought it in a little bit more. See, what I've been doing is, if there's a tattoo that I really, really care about, and I know it's coming up, I will draw that fucker out mm. and I'll put it in Procreate and I'll color it 17 different ways. Like yeah. I'll stay up until three in the morning, four nights in a row, just to see what works good with what and why. You know, and trying to figure out why. Why yeah. does this work good with this? And like. I gotta do I, that like, more. Like I didn't go to art school, so I gotta try to figure this fucking shit I, out for myself. There's a lot know? of um, there's a lot of picture time. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what where I learned Mid some of my podcast is there's this artist on YouTube who do concept art, like digital art, right? And they'll do these lessons that just like they explain like some basic things about the like, composition and stuff, all like that. Yeah. So you can like literally like get everything out of art school and get it in like five minutes for free on YouTube. That's a, well, well, that's another thing that I fucking drives me nuts colleges and like art schools not just art schools but like any kind of school trade school like anything you're spending so much money to go to this one place to learn this shit when it's all at your fingertips you have a cell phone you have a computer you have a fucking tablet like how is it still well, like okay. well people need yeah, that, that piece of paper now of, you know that degree times, that said that yeah. i know what i'm doing well true i, I feel like but i feel like there's other ways to get it if it's a trade you don't need that piece of paper. Like there, there is other ways to go around it. Yeah. I, f yeah. I feel like what's good about like art school is that you have someone more experienced than you telling you you suck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's what an apprenticeship <laughs> is. You suck. Except an apprenticeship, you have to get their coffee, and then, and then <laughs> yeah. seven of them are telling you you suck. I got? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny as hell. I promised my boy Johnny at H2 Ocean we'd give him a shout out tonight. Oh, yeah. so, hey. Let's... All right. Is there more beer? Yeah. So we're, Is uh, this rolling we're, again? Yeah, we're rolling again. All right. So I wanted to give uh, Johnny Ocean and H2 Ocean in general a shout out because I'll tell you what. Johnny Ocean. Uh, I think it's about 10 years I've been with H2 Ocean. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Stand behind that Aftercare product 100%. We sell a ton of it. 
I mean, we have clients, we have people coming in from other tattoo shops buying it because, you know, their shop may not carry it. But by far, in my in my opinion, uh, probably the best aftercare product out on the market. And I, believe me, I've tried them all. I've tried, I've tried Redemption. I've tried Tattoo Goo. I've tried, like, uh, man, I can't even tell you how many of them I've tried. And I've always come back to H2O Ocean. I like it. And the last one I just tried was that Dragon's Blood, Dragon's Blood. which I was hoping I like because I really liked the smell of it. It was good. It did smell good. But uh, I didn't love it. I, it was the consistency of it. I didn't like it for it. tattooing, but I feel like is it, is it a glide? tattoo would be yeah. really good. No, well, I haven't been tattooed in a while, but my is wife... Is it a glide? No. It's no, like it's really thick. It's thick. The, the, the so, um, uh, Dragon's like Blood. Paste, made right? in Spain. It's kind of like yeah. elegant because it's overseas or whatever. But uh, the last time I tattooed Jesse, my wife... Uh, I had a, a sample jar of it, and she used it. And uh, she didn't like the fact that when you put it on, you really got to, like, rub it in. Right. Yeah. To go in. You got to, like, really you warm it up. You don't, like, don't want to do that to a new tattoo. You got to, like, you know, be gentle with it. You so. got to be like uh, Mr. Miyagi. But H2 Ocean straight up is the shit, man. It's it's always been good. They've never changed their formula. It's always just And H2 Ocean awesome. nothing? Oh, yeah. that stuff's a yeah. game changer, Ooh, That shit man. is yeah. fucking awesome, hey, you man. get that client after two hours that just that doesn't want to quit. You used that when you tattooed my head. I did. Oh, my God. There's no fucking way I would have sat there for four <laughs> I, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. numb head. I had a numb when head. When the money's on the line and, you're, and you, it's a difference between a 200 or a $500 tattoo, right. <laughs> you bust out that H2O ocean nothing and forget about it. You're going to get your forget 500 bucks because your client will sit. So that right. stuff is awesome. <laughs> thank you, Johnny. You guys kick ass. And uh, yes, I hope you. I'm with you for another 30 years. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, so in summation, we sat around, we spun <laughs> some yarns. That doesn't mean what you think it means, Andre. Yeah, right. <laughs> We've already been over it. We <laughs> bring, that, that's an old school hit right there, I guess. <laughs> that's a back goes back that, to that's our first a, episode. That, <laughs> back, back four episodes goes, ago. Even back to our episode that never got aired. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, oh, yeah, that we, mystery episode! I like to listen to that. I think we should post little on. clips of it here and there. <laughs> I have it too. Maybe, yeah, I do have. We it. Got, maybe posting we got the whole thing on is, that episode. Yeah, like, maybe we got, posting the whole thing is not a good idea. <laughs> there was some funny shit. No, we <laughs> we go we go down the three paths that we said we would never go down. We uh, did. Uh, we yeah. did. Politics, religion, and, and anal and, uh, <laughs> sex. Sex. Oh, yeah, Politics, yeah. religion, and sex. So. Three things yeah. we don't want to talk about. Three things that we're just not here to talk <laughs> Somehow about. Somehow we hit all three. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I keep I keep saying it. I want to bring barbecue into this motherfucking barbecue. Make it a three-way dance of death. What? Beers, tattoos, and barbecue. Can we do this outside while we cook on the <laughs> We grill? could absolutely no, 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 do no, it outside, no. God damn it. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, the I just want to remind you guys and all of our listeners that in two weeks Dude, we're going to do... Our first, uh, our first Ooh. episode at a convention. At a convention, right. Boston Tattoo Convention. Of all fucking conventions to start at, we start at the Goliath. The you know? yeah. thing. Why not, like man? the heavy hitter of Fuck of it. the Northeast. The best show I'm around. I'm wondering how video? all that noise around us is going to pick up on these microphones. That's, That's where I'm, I'm a little worried. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. We, maybe we if might we could end just up like doing a conference room just play for with these dials and like. Turn down like outside <laughs> volume. It doesn't work like that. Maybe no, but like, um, if we could get a conference room or something for like an hour. Luckily, or so, we're doing it we on could. a Friday. We could. If we do it on a Friday, like like if, yeah, if we can get a Friday's a pretty room. slow. They don't do much in the lines conference of music room or, or like that. seeing that we drink we drink beer while we do it. We might as well go up to a hotel room. 
If we're in a hotel room, that. that that's the that's the How perfect. creepy is that though? Hey guy, you want to come to our hotel no, room right. and have us interview you? <laughs> no, I know. It's like right. the start of a bad point. Well, how, how about all right? Well, I'll talk to Nate Casting about couch it. confessions. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk why to you, we'll talk to the man. We'll see what he wants yeah. to do. Why don't you just take your shirt off while you're, while you're sitting there talking? <laughs> so I'm saying okay. like in um, well, well, Bangor, they want to give us a spot on the stage to do this. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if well, that's going to work, dude. Like, well, if there's and, no, and if there's no the act and there's no music going on and it's just like background people talking. I guess. That's true. I just think that it'll, be, it'll be all right. It may be all right. If not. Speaking of which, we got to get some fucking stickers and maybe a banner made up. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if everybody right, wants right, to kick right. in a few bucks. Yeah. I guess we right, should. The okay. Northeast Tattoo Brew has shit to do. We'll have right. to we'll have to get on Paying it. the bills. A good uh like like four foot by two. Maybe foot we'll down. actually have more than five listeners. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think we Us actually got our through wives, uh, yeah. tonight we got through three of the nineteen things on our list, so great job guys. I know. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <Here> we, go. <laughs> we got oh uh, so next week next week's gonna be poor hygiene. Customers yeah. and tattoo artists. Yeah, clean your ass before you come into a goddamn and shop. Good tattoos well, some aren't underwear cheap. That ain't cheap tattoos up. aren't good. Huh? How about that one? What's that? With some panties that ain't torn up. Oh my god, oh. Jeff! You weren't even fucking oh. here. Guess what happened yesterday? Torn up panties. So I did a tattoo. Who right? tore up the panties, Andre? No, nobody oh. tore them up. Andre. Those fuckers were tore up before she got here. They're pretty from, from the floor, right? Okay, so I took pictures of this tattoo. And, and you got real, her panties in the picture? Realized that I could not post these pictures afterwards. Why is that made with helium? Look at this. I think they're supposed to be that way. No, those are not. No, I think supposed they to be are that way. supposed to be that way, but they they no, those the are like a few times. That's very inconsistent <laughs> holes. I feel like that's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, no, that, that's that, that's some old panties. That's uh, <laughs> that's some old. Penny wish you didn't show me those that must picture. Those her good luck panties. <laughs> they good. They good luck. Nice. Good not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went home and I was like, hey, guess what I did today? And I told my wife the whole story. And she's like, just shaking her head at me like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 what were you supposed to do? Tell her to go fucking change your drawers. Go change your drawers, girl. Know. Well, well, you know what? The them. fucked up thing is, them. is that she on. knew she was getting a tattoo there. She yeah, didn't so wear she shorts. She was all about it. And she was she knew she too, was going to have to pull it. her pants down a little bit. So she was yeah. And yeah. still wore those raggedy ass fucking underwear she's probably had since fucking like seventh grade. Maybe she wanted to look sexy. <laughs> she was like, I'm all. That was not sick. If it looks like your shit rotted out the crotch of your I'm going to smash them. That's not That's sick. what she said. <laughs> I want to get. I want to. I'm, I'm open to smash. I'm gonna open up the smash on Dave. Yo, I tonight. hit him up. I hit. I, I slid into his DM. Yo, you want to smash? <laughs> I should be wearing an XL panty, but <laughs> I'm gonna wear these smiling. mediums. Oh. Andre's smiling. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, he knows what a, I'm talking about. I had a girl get a tattoo. I had a girl get a tattoo by me, and she did not need to take She's all like, her pants off, and she did, and she was see-through underwear DM. the whole time. I had this one girl, right? Smash. I had this one girl. She came into the shop. This is when I worked up in New Hampshire. And she's like, "Wow, I just want. I want to get like five tattoos tonight." And I was like, "Cool. Like, what do they wear?" Oh, like, on my so vagina. She, she showed me a bunch what of pictures, one? right? Of what she one wanted. One on my vagina. Just a bunch what of small stuff. Vagina? Like, no, not there was not one tattoo that was bigger than this, right? So I get them all drawn up, ready to go, and she comes in my booth and she's like, "So I'm only wearing my sweatshirt. I'm not wearing anything underneath." Like. 
Mm. Is it cool if I just take it off and you tattoo me? And I'm like, I mean, I guess whatever you're comfortable with. I'm expecting her to get a tattoo on her chest or her torso somewhere. No, they were all on her fucking arms. Every fucking one of them was from the elbow down. There was no need for her to be fucking topless the whole time I tattooed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Absolutely no need. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna point out. I haven't had that scenario play out in your my, booth in mine. is so much open no i'm, like gonna, I'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this i've never had that play out each of you have and jeff's is probably the best one well let's hear it <laughs> she's the lady didn't but i tell the story already we but have, i'm gonna say this is why i appreciate no, having the open booth instead of like a closed room because i avoid that shit so yeah. much working here yeah. instead of where i was <laughs> all right so i was tattooing this girl's upper arm we talked about the design. She seemed cool. She was a, you know, a relatively attractive older woman. She seemed, she seemed nice. You know, she, she had some mileage on uh, her, I but think she, she was, was a, a nice. She was, she was a nice. She lady. was a banker. I she think. was, she, she was a nice lady. Everything that, everything that, so that I learned about her led me to believe this would not be a strange tattoo. I always okay. Thought we'll she go was there. Funny okay. to have her so the design was drawn. The night came. She came in. You tattooed her husband. No, I did not. It was you and. Oh, all right, all right. There was another artist yes. tattooing her husband. I've and right before, you. like, they started before us, and then right before I started, us, she's like, "Oh well, I'm gonna go change into something a little more comfortable." And I said, "Sure, whatever." You know, I'm tattooing her arm. Like, she's gonna put a tank top on. I thought maybe. Right. She came out of the bathroom with high heels on, like spiked high heels, and a fishnet bodysuit. And but not like, the- not like the tight fishnets. It was like the. Like the the, the the diamonds were like three inches. They were like big. The <laughs> ones you catch fish with. Dude, her vag, <laughs> her vag was hanging out. Her nips were hanging out. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, holy shit. Like, what just happened? And I was like, well, this is kind of <laughs> cool. Let's do this sweet arm tattoo, big boy. Because she's hot and this is kind of cool. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, where I tattoo is in the middle of the shop. It's open. And, it, and I'm like, this is not cool. And I'm like, this is cool. I don't think this is cool. And I'm like looking at looking for someone to give me like a nod to say, I think this is cool. But like no one gave me the nod. And I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. I did it anyway. And like hey. nothing was said about it. That was, was that was what was weird. Like, Remember, like I nobody, never said. Nobody paid attention. No, to no I never said to her, hey, nice fishnet bodysuit. No. Yeah, or like Nick or like they got a Rob. And no one, no one ever walked by and said, compliment hey, uh, interesting outfit. Everybody was just like. They her pretended was there. They pretended that like her, <laughs> her outfit like, was there. I think everybody like, pretended she had clothes on. Like, oh my yeah. god! No, remember, remember the time when she came in. This was a different occasion. Did the similar act, but she wanted to go out and have a cigarette, and she was just gonna go stand out like yeah. Saturday at like <laughs> one in the afternoon, standing out on one thirty eight. The most like active street on a sunny day with her with no top on, just smoking a oh cigarette and checking her phone. Like, what? But this isn't okay. <laughs> she was awesome. Like, she was funny as hell. Her boy, like, she had she had a boyfriend who was yeah. getting tattooed, Husband and boyfriend. he would come over and like like you know flick her boob while she was getting tattooed <laughs> and make out with her. The funniest one though is like like one the one time when when she was wearing the full body neon green. You only buy it at Fantastics Adult Store. Uh, I think Michael's of oh, Hollywood, maybe. <laughs> so Frederick's. Frederick's of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. No, it's too tragedy. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. I had to cough. Uh-huh. No, but she was wearing that. They drove in a Corvette convertible. 
They drove in a Corvette convertible. I feel like this story is slightly familiar. She, we have told. I feel like story. I told it before. It's a Corvette. Yeah. It, it's a good one. <laughs> she showed up. I mean, I, I mean, she 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 left in a Corvette. This is a woman who has an 18-year-old son. She, I remember hearing that part of the conversation. Banker. So what? So what I wondered <laughs> was was did she change into the outfit before she came to the shop and and okay okay you you explain that now that it just dawned on me but <laughs> she did. but but the, she left in it she left in it yeah and she didn't change in the parking lot so does she stop like a mile away from home and and be like hey hey Daryl Daryl we have to stop little Trevor will see me in this <laughs> if I don't change. So she probably pull. wears that shit around her house. And she, no, I know, right? And, and then all the kids, come, like all the friends, come over like, "Dude, your mom's hot." <laughs> like I guarantee you, I was totally hitting on me, I bro. I guarantee you, he like because cause she said that she had an eighteen-year-old son. I was like, I guarantee you, all of his friends are like, "Dude, let's hang out." Like, his like, house is the hangout hey, spot. You got a pool? And I, Can and we I, hang out in the pool? The next time I tattooed her, she tried to pull the same shit, <laughs> and I said. Whatever her name was. Let's you say her pull name. A fucking shirt on. Let's say her name is like Naomi. Naomi. I yeah, said Naomi. You got. Oh. You got to go put your clothes on. Put a fucking shirt on. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, but I'm so comfortable. It was so awful that and you I did said, that. Yeah, sorry. You got to. You got to get some clothes on. It was funny. No, the, it was like anymore. she walked out. And we had. We used to have a, a a coat rack that was a hand, and she walked past me and Kevin while we were sitting on the couches. And she it. was in her in her fishnet, and she saw the hand, and she just lifted her boob up and placed it in, and she went ha ha, and then walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then walked out. Like, we were like, what the fuck was that? Oh my fucking what god! What the fuck was that? She was fun as hell. She was just yeah. She was a trip. She was a trip. It's That's always funny. it's always good to have a couple of those. Like like uh, the cat box man. He was he was a trip. <laughs> Nobody wants to join in on that one. Okay. Oh, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, time wow, to wrap it up. Wow, that was the most so. awkward ending. Okay. <laughs> Next week, I'm going to talk about the cat box, man, just just, just for that one. All right. So um, th- it was a... Oh, ah, yeah, now I we do it at the end? It. Well, you didn't let me do it in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel we don't need this. We don't. I just like the casualness like of the conversation. <laughs> and away we go.